Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Uh, back for another weekend of racing and we are off north of the border to Knock Hill. But crucially, this is the first one in three that we're not going to. So yep. we'll be watching from the joy of the sofa this weekend. It's just a bit too far for us to go. But it is my second favourite circuit. Yeah, nice and comfy, nice and dry. And um, we won't get wind... Well, we hopefully won't get windburn this weekend. <laughs> I mean, if I get windburn sat in your front room, then there's something <laughs> seriously wrong with the structure of your house. But... <laughs> yes, yes, there is. Uh, yeah, as you say, not kill one of your favourite circuits. Also one of mine... Um, a tiny little thing up in Scotland that seems to bring the most entertaining weekend of racing. I think Colin Turkin described it this week as a proper racer circuit, and you've got to be on the attack the whole way through the lap, which is really, really makes it just exciting. You've got the real big elevation changes. You see the cars up on two wheels, and you wonder how come they don't tip over. I think we've seen one go up on one wheel before. I think it's, yeah, it's like it's, a roller coaster, isn't it? Yeah. This, this circuit, the, as you say, elevation changes are key to the circuit and to get a good lap in in qualifying is going to be so difficult because of traffic i think it's also in the few tracks on the grid where you can really can overtake at every corner there is a good yeah, yeah okay you might not be able to overtake at duffer's dip but you can set yourself up through uh, for the next corner and you know around moffitt's etc so yeah it's a, a track where there's not a great deal of defensiveness it's not like snetterton it's not like alton park there is pretty much every corner you can get a run going and you can get a bit of overtaking going and it's as you say, it's so small. Back markers play a part. You know, it's yeah, it's only one point one, one point two seven miles long. Sorry. Um, so yeah, it's an exciting circuit. Yeah, all eight corners are going to be crucial, um, especially on that Saturday to get a lap together. And as you say, it will be competitive throughout the weekend. Going into the weekend, we've got a few bits of news just to tidy up before we uh, get into our full preview, um, and they will come next. Yep, so there's two main bits of news. Uh, the first one, more BTC directly related. So Andy Neat is going to be sitting out this round and indeed the next round of the championship, citing health difficulties following on from his COVID uh, he had during the off-season. Obviously, he had to pull out of Alton Park after the qualifying. I think he was some two seconds off the rest of the field mm-hmm. and just didn't feel physically up to the challenge. Uh, Paul Rivette is in his place, Clio, multiple Clio champion. And if you want to know more, go back and read our blog from last year when he stood in at Brands Hatch and the other penultimate round last year, which I can't remember which order it was in. Um, But yeah, Paul Rivette joins the grid this weekend. So he'll be carrying maximum success ballast through qualifying and race one um, as a newcomer to the championship. And we'll then have to see what he can do. Yeah, coming into uh, a car that he's not used to. Obviously, he was in the Audi S3 last season. Um, and coming into a Ford that we we think should probably be competitive this weekend, um, so it'll be interesting to see how quickly he adjusts and whether he can build on that going forward to uh, Thruxton in two weeks' time. Yep. Uh, the other main piece of news is that Mini Challenge has extended its uh, deal with Toka to carry on the support package for a further five years, which I think we can all agree is a very good thing. It is the effectively replacement for the Clio Cup, um, which is no longer on the calendar, or no longer on the touring car support calendar, sorry. Um, provides good racing. It'd be 
interesting to see if we start seeing in the next five years some drivers graduate from the minis into the touring cars because I, I keep banging the drum Ginetta seems to be the way forward at the moment so it'd be interesting to see we see so many drivers almost get trapped in the minis like Max mm-hmm. Coach you'd expect to make a step up but he's in the minis for example so it'd be interesting to see if they can start feeding drivers through and when you've got teams like Hard and Accelerate running cars in that series it could be interesting to see yeah, certainly. Um, I think PMR may look into running maybe a couple of cars in the next couple of years in that series to develop their driver programme, which they're already starting to do, with obviously Jack Constable coming in next season. Um, but yeah, they always bring great close racing, um, sometimes spectacular accidents, as we saw yeah. at Alton Park. Um, less of those, the better, really. Um, but yeah, a testament to, to how strong those cars are and how much racing and the size of the grids. Yeah, it's, it's very fun to watch. I think you're right, PMR might think about it. I wouldn't be surprised if Cataclean run one, maybe, um, if their future in the touring cars is secure. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good, seemingly a good championship to, to run teams in and to try and bring some drivers through. Because I think the, the risk is you can put uh, drivers in the touring cars too early on. And to be honest, seldom if you take the pressure brilliantly and you know, start brilliantly and end brilliantly, you get a lot of people that do struggle because it's too too much too soon I was going to say there are a couple in the minis now like Ethan Hamilton he's had a little run in touring cars and maybe struggled that just a little bit too much and has dropped down into the mini series to gain that experience um, and to try and fight his way back up to a competitive standing to then push on with a bit more experience into the touring cars MB Motorsport might be one to watch out for running a couple of these in the future. You'd have thought this would be prime for what they want to do, so we'll have to see. Yeah, very much so. That pretty much rounds up the news. Um, So shall we move on to Knock Hill in earnest? We shall jump into the preview for the weekend then, and I think the best place to start, considering we're up in Scotland, is the weather. Will it rain? According to the BBC, no. Oh. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> There's a slight chance for some rain on the Saturday morning. Um, and on Sunday, there's a small chance of rain for race three. We're talking percentiles less than 15% at the moment. Mm. But they said there's going to be no rain at Alton Park and we got sprinkles. So mm. you'd never know. I don't. I think you know, Nokia is one of those tracks where if it rains, all the better. But it's not going to be a poorer race for no rain. It's going to be exciting no. regardless. No. No, I agree with you on that. Um... Although the weather does spice it up just that little bit. Well, I spoke about when race three was, so the, the dates or the times for your diary is race one will start at quarter to 12, uh, race two, 20 to three, and race three at 25 past five. That's, of course, um, if <laughs> Permit- yes. permitting all the other series behaving themselves. Um, yeah, never, ever on yeah. time. It's a track that does breed safety cars, I think it's fair to say, due to how short it is. Um, yeah, it's diff- how... difficult to clear a circuit that small um, yeah. before the the next car comes around on the next set of cars. You do wonder if they'll start chucking red flags a bit more often than safety cars, which may yeah, cause I me a problem will. later on, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, looking at the track, we, uh, we have a few records for you. The qualifying record was set by Butcher in 2019 with a 50.451. Um, Probably the quickest times, nearly the quickest times we see all season, apart from Brands Indy, yeah. I think. Um, Silverstone's pretty, Silverstone's close, pretty yeah. close, yeah. And the race record <sighs> was set last season by guess who, Ashley Sutton, uh, and was actually only four tenths off of that qualifying record, which is very impressive in in a race format. Yeah, fifty point eight seven six, and of course 
you'd assume as but as a certain one race one and two that probably came in one of those first two races which meant he would have had ballast on board of some description yeah either championship or race winning ballast I don't think he said it in race three um, because he finished 11th in race three so you'd have thought the traffic would have made that a little bit harder I'm not saying unfortunately it doesn't say what race but mm. if it was set in race one or two or race three having won it he's won he's at any point <laughs> in that weekend he's yeah. had ballast and he's yeah. done it so yeah. yeah incredible as you say he took the opening two races last season and butcher claimed the race three win mm-hmm. um in those opening two races it was pretty much him versus sutton wasn't it it was a, it was a rear wheel drive dominant circuit him versus turkerton even even him even yes him. he wasn't against himself well he's always against he's himself, always against himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so as you say race one saw sutton from turkerton from jake hill uh, then race two saw sutton turkerton from ingram who'd finished fourth previously and then race three, Butcher, Proctor and Chilton. So a slightly surprising third race. Mm. But that's what it can throw up. Yeah, certainly. Um, there was also a couple of massive accidents last season. Um, and we hope that we don't see anything near that uh, this coming weekend. I specifically remember Cook going backwards into a wall and destroying the back of that Civic where they had to yeah. rebuild the subframe mounts. Um, and somehow they got him out for race three. I honestly don't know how. He did pretty well in race three as well. So, yeah. in terms of title contenders then, Sutton last year took a first, a first, and an eleventh, so all the ones. Turkerton a second, a second, and a ninth. Ingram a fourth, a third, and a tenth. Cook a retirement, a retirement, and a fifteenth. Not too bad. Uh, Oliphant, if we're going to put him as a championship contender, eighth and sixth and fourth. And Jake Hill a fifth and eighth and a fifth. Uh, sorry, a third and eighth and a fifth. Um, the Scottish drivers... Shedden last race here in 2017. He's actually got quite a checkered history of this mm. circuit. He's had some good successes and also some terrible results as well. Um, but his last race here in 2017 uh, bore an 11th, a 6th and a 2nd. Butcher here last year, a 5th, an 8th and a 1st. And Moffat here last year, a 9th, a 5th and 8th. Yeah, just um, a bit more on Moffat. Obviously he had a fantastic weekend last time out um, at Alton Park. Knock Hill, he tends to have his best results of the season. Could we see something a little extra over what we saw at Alton Park this weekend, knowing how good that Infinity is? Um, oh, Ivan down for a race win. Ooh. Because, I mean, the Infinity is still a mega car. I'm not convinced the BMW is as good as it was last year. I'm not convinced. No, me neither. Um, so I, I don't think they'll have the same dominance they had this time last year. Um, certainly not as quick with a Hyundai piled into the back of it or the side of it. No, <laughs> well, it's not. I, I don't think it's quicker than Tom Ingram's Hyundai period, and I no. don't. I'm. I'm not convinced if it's quicker than the um, Honda. Hondas, the Catalina Honda boys. Mm. I'm not convinced. I think it's probably got the edge over BTC just. Yep. But certainly last year it was pretty much the Infinity versus the uh, BMW, um, and I just don't think that BMW is strong this time round. Mm, yeah, I I could probably agree with you on that. I still think they will have decent results. Um, it will be interesting to see whether Jelly can uh, carry on the form that he had at Alton, obviously being the top-scoring um, BMW driver there. And obviously, Morgan had a great weekend in another rear-wheel drive BMW. I mean, just reverting back to the Turkton point, you kind of feel that like if he doesn't have a good weekend this weekend... Oh, he can say goodbye to the title. Well, when will he as yeah. well? You know I mean? Yeah. Are we going to wait for the King of Croft again to put it into a, bar- a barrier in, in, you know, on cold tyres? I mean, we kind of said he had to bounce back out on Park. He didn't. Nope. 
I'm not convinced he bounces back this weekend either. I think there's it's such a difficult circuit to call because one mistake or one piece of contact and that can be your weekend completely ruined because of how small the circuit is. It's difficult to make it back up the ground. Yep, it certainly is. Um, moving on to a few different drivers. Obviously, Proctor took his first win last time out in the Honda. Uh, can you see BTC uh, having similar sort of form, better in their form? Um... <laughs> it's difficult, isn't it? It's Obviously, difficult. Proctor, Proctor took a, a podium in race three last year, yeah, but did. that was due to a, a reverse grid. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll score points. I haven't gone down for a win. I don't think they score a podium. I mean, what Cook's going to turn up? That's the question. What Cook's going to turn up? Is he is it going to be the Cook who is going to try and get himself back into the title fight, or is it going to be the Cook who qualifies down in 15th and then makes solid progress throughout the day without setting the grid alight? I don't know. Um, I do wonder if Jade will struggle a bit this weekend. Yeah. Um, just because, again, it is such a small track that any mistake or any slightness will be punished. It's a track where you have to have full commitment. Yeah. And I think those drivers, either coming here for the first time in a touring car or coming here first time at all, um, will probably be a significant amount off of the pace. Now, also, this is a track where we see very tight times in qualifying, yes. and because of how short the track is, there's very little to uh, get between drivers. And I think we might have a little group, maybe just off the back, that maybe a half a second down on others, because they haven't got that confidence in the car or in themselves, and haven't done enough track time. This would be a perfect track to run either Q1, uh, Q3 to Q1 or to do a top 10 shootout for me personally because it's, yeah. it's so short and uh, this is a perfect track for it of course it's not the case this weekend we're, we're in the normal qualifying uh, routine but yeah I, I think if BTC do well it will be Cook who does the best for them but I just don't know what to say about that. that the car is so good the car is really good and it's not had the results that it probably should have done Yeah. and I don't know if I trust them to make this this or this to be the weekend where they put that right. I think it's hard to look past Sutton this weekend for I mean if we're gonna see a driver do three wins this year, <laughs> it's gonna be Sutton here, isn't it? We, I'm not gonna put my I'm not gonna bet on that, but we had already earmarked that this was the possible track that he could do it. Possibly the only other one still to come would be Silverstone. Um but I I really think here a rear wheel drive car is gonna be at the head of the field. It gets in all races. so much traction coming out the hairpin, and that's crucial yeah. for the run-up to the line. Um, yeah, I, I don't think Sutton does get all three wins, but if he does, I wouldn't be overly surprised. No, I wouldn't be either. Um, moving on to another team who last year only ran one car here and had significant damage through an accident in race three. That is PMR. Um, Dan Lloyd has been steadily going about his business fairly well this season. Plato's been a bit up and down. Can we see the Astra showing a little more pace this weekend and maybe clinching a podium, maybe finishing top 10 each race or, or what do you think? I think they're going to go well this weekend. I mean Lloyd was a little bit disappointed last time out in comparison to what he's done for the rest of the season. Mm. Um, as you say Plato's had some excellent results and some pretty naff results. Um, but yeah, I think it's the track that it can go. I don't think you take the rear-wheel drives out of it. I think there's not a lot in it between the rest of the cars mm. um, because it is that kind of track. 
I think it's going to suit Jason because it is an attacking circuit and Jason does like to be... Commitment. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing Jason doesn't lack, it's commitment. Whether that's always in the right places or not is a matter for debate. But, you know, I think it's going to suit the way he drives. I think, as I say, you take the real drives out of it and the traction they'll gain in certain parts of the circuit. I don't think there's a lot in it between the other cars. Um, it's not a circuit where you have to have great top end speed because you don't really get the chance to reach that top end speed Nope. so yeah I think that Plato could go well I think Lloyd's could go well and I've got a sneaky suspicion the Coopers will go well here as well yeah I was just about to ask about the Coopers obviously this will be the first time that they come to the circuit and they've showed a decent pace certainly in the hands of Goff so far this season but they won't have that data from previous seasons to go right we're going straight to this setup to go let's improve on that they're going to have to almost start from scratch because Knock Hill is a completely different type of circuit to anything else probably only Brands Hatch Indy maybe comes close to it I was it. about to say that Brands is the closest to it and yeah. they had a pretty good time at Brands yep. so although that's their home circuit yeah yeah but yeah, Goff went well at Brands and Taylor Smith had decent pace throughout Brands as well um, so possibly again I think it's so hard to call here because there is it's so short and it's so quick I, I think that it's one of the few circuits where they're more bunched together in terms of what the gaps in the car's qualities aren't as mm. pronounced, I don't think, here. Yep. Whereas you know, somewhere like Croft, where there's long, fast sections or long straights, you know, the cars with the higher top speed and more power tend to dominate. Look at Turkiton for recent years. Whereas here, I think it's a bit, a bit harder to call. Okay, before we get on to our sort of like final predictions, do you see any surprises coming this weekend? Well, I mean, if you you class Moffat getting a win as a, as a surprise, so I suppose that um, surprises, surprises. Could you see Smelt doing as well in qualifying as he did last time out? No. Um, could you see maybe one of the uh, Jack Sears people actually getting a surprise result? Well, I suppose one thing to say about the Jack Sears is, and we can bring it up now as it is part of the prediction, but you know, Robottom has dominated the Jack Sears thus far, although neither yep. of us have gone for him this weekend. So I think that's a, that's a surprise in itself, isn't it? That yes. you, you, you've gone for Osborne, I've gone for Bordley. Two cars that we expect to go really well here. I would say that the Honda has struggled is too strong a word, but Certainly last year, Camish lacked a bit of pace around here. It was, yep. it was a steady eddy weekend for him. Um, I think that's been a general... You look back over Honda's history of the circuit, it's checkered. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a possibility that Robot might struggle this weekend. Um, I mean, he has a 71-point lead in Jack Sears at the moment. Uh, I, I don't think he'll begrudge a bad weekend at some point. No. Um, and if it comes here, then maybe there's there's... A little bit more room for error. Although the sort of form Robottom's in, I wouldn't be surprised if he slams it on the front row of the grid for qualifying. I mean, he's mm. in a real purple patch at the minute. So, yep. um, but yeah, I, I think Bordley will have a. He had a good weekend at Orton Park until whatever happened happened in race three. Yep. I fancy him to build on that here because team's home circuit in many ways. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of fan power on side. I think there's going to be a lot of want to do well here. Um, so I think, and the car works here. We know that Moffat, when he was in the car in his first season in the car, did well here. This mm, is the circuit the car it works at. So yep. yeah, I quite fancy Border to have a good weekend. Okay. I don't go back to your question. I don't think Smelt does anything in qualifying akin to Orton Park. Personally, no. Okay then. Um, we'll have a quick look at the possibilities of qualifying 
before we get into... Well, I have one question for you first. Oh, go on then. Talking of surprises, obviously I mentioned Chilton got a podium here last year. Yes. He's been almost anonymous thus far. Yes. Is this the weekend where he becomes anonymous? Or the opposite of anonymous? Unanonymous. No. Uh, current, currently, he's still 12 points behind Dan Camish in the in the championship. Um, bearing in mind that Dan only raced in those opening three races, and we are now coming up to race 15, or 12, 13, 14, 15, um, which is, is uh, it's disappointing, isn't it? It, it? It's more than that for driver's quality. Yes, it's, exactly. It's um, I, I think he'll probably score points in at least two of the three races this weekend. Um just because of being in a, a rear-wheel drive car and obviously maybe a little bit of confidence from last year having gained a, a reverse grid podium. But no, I don't see a baptism of fire coming for him, quite honestly. The thing is, whilst I probably agree with you, if he doesn't come here, where is it going to come, is my... Uh, he can go off to the Hyundai's and race electric touring cars. It's strange. He was one of your favourite drives at one point. Oh yeah, I used to have hair like him. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. Well, uh, don't put the performances in. You you don't get the backing really, do you? You say that, but your Moffat stuff would. <laughs> but yes. Okay, so we move on to some predictions then. Oh uh, yeah, just first of all, looking at qualifying, who pick two oh. drivers who you think might take pole? I mean, this is such a hard thing to do, yeah. isn't it? it just, is because... just looking looking yeah. at possible ballasts, you've got Tur- Turkington down in ninth in the championship, rear-wheel drive, Jelly, Moffat and Oliphant are all in that bracket of yeah. having no weight on board, being in a rear-wheel drive car. Do you think it's going to come from one of those four? No. Okay. No. You say give you two names. I think I think it is really hard to call because the, the grid will be separated by half, by less than half a second with the possible exceptions from the back markers. Yeah. So I think you know first to twenty will be done by yeah, half a second, if not less. Right. So it's really let <laughs> me really, get out of the way first. I I think I'll give you two names: Robottom or Oliphant. So it could come from one of those four. Or Goff. I'll give you three names. Oliphant, Goff, or... Butcher, home circuit. Shedden, home circuit. Just saying. Yeah, but... <sighs> Shedden's sixth in championship. Got sort of like middling weight. Yeah, and you, do, you put a good quality in it at Alton Park and the cars look quick, don't get me wrong. Yep. But as I say, he's he's got a chequered history here. I think... <clears throat> if, do you know, this is mental to say, isn't it? If you were to give me one of the Cataclean Hondas at the moment and ask me to back who's going to... Either win a race or qualify. Be Robo. Be Robo, which yeah. is mental, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. But I would. I would. He's driven so well this season. It's the three-time champion. But you, but if you were to... This is going too far. If you were to be f- new to the series this year and ask out you, of which two yeah, of those are the three-time champion, would you immediately say it's Shedden? I'm not sure it's that obvious this Not season. on the recent performances. No. Robot has been superb. Um, anyway, we'll get into Sorry, our yes. full prediction. Well, no, 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 you're, you've got, you, know, you, can't, you, oh, can't, okay, you can't hang okay. me out to dry and then beat me with a stick for not getting it right. Turkington's so. going to slam it on pole. Okay. That That's my instinct. Turkington's going to slam it in a wall is my instinct. <laughs> is that he's got, what, 15, 18 kilos of ballast and I think he will know that this needs to be a weekend where he needs to have a performance like he did at Snetterton last year. Crucially, I think this is a really good track for Sutton but because of how close it would be with the bass won't make much difference but mm. it, it, if we haven't said that he could qualify third or he could qualify 13th it's yeah. and there'll probably be only two tenths in it yeah so it's a case of getting that lap together before we do go to the 
predictions that we've kept saying we're going to go to. We've, we've, we've hooked them now. We've not mentioned one other title contender who I think we should, probably should mention. That's Tingram. Tingram. We've not mentioned him. No. He goes well here on the yeah. whole. He yeah. won a race here which would have won in the championship had he not been disqualified for broken ride height after yeah, the Yeah, that gets weather. to you, doesn't it? it so angry. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I've not let that go. Anyway, we must we must move on. There's no time to retread old ground but it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Come then, race winners for this weekend. How many are you going for, first of all? Three. Okay, and they are? Sutton. Yes. Hill. Yes. Carl went well here last year. He went, yep. he went well. Actually, he's gone well all season, hasn't he? Let's give him, oh, yeah. let's give him credit. He's gone under the radar a bit. He's due a win, Jake. He's due a win. 23 points off the lead of the championship. Yeah, it's a good, he's, solid start. He's due a win. Yep. So, yeah, I'm going to go him and Moffat reverse grid. A reverse grid race. I'm not saying he's going to do great in the first two, but he'll get pulled out on pole for reverse grid. And just go and ride to victory and get off and crack up an iron brew and have a haggis <laughs> and the world is an alright place. And still be grumpy as sin. <laughs> um, my three drivers, I have gone for three different ones this weekend. Uh, I've gone with you, Sutton, I think will win one of the races. I oh, couldn't pick which. As you say, you may put it on pole and then dance off into the sunset. Um, another one I think will be Turkington because he needs a win. Uh, and the other one will be uh, homegrown Rory Butcher, just probably a race three, race two, race three. I'm not sure how good that Toyota is. I'm still no, but I think he'll wrestle it around at a home circuit. Yeah, but if he rest when when Butcher wrestles, two things happen: a he gets a really good result, or b he ends up in the barrier or in yep. a, another car. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the three general predictions uh, I've gone for. Three safety cars, which, given our uh, dis- brief discussion of red flags, may come back to bite me. That's three safety cars in the touring car races. Are we going three exactly, or three, three or car, more? Three or more. Okay, three or right. More. That's that's fine. Uh, mine is more than five drivers to use that little escape road that goes down from the first corner. I think it's Leslie's into Duffer's Dip. Um, you always see that like green stripe where they just jump to on the first lap. Uh, we'll have to keep a sharp eye on that one, though. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, well, you, you, you yeah, are. Yeah, I will. Your predictions are. I can get this. Um, right, one of the Scottish lads. There's three uh, to score less than 15 points. One of us gonna have a stinker. It's it's it's. Moffat. Shedden. <laughs> one of us gonna have a stinker. Okay. Okay. They can't all do well. I think that for each race this weekend, we will have a rear-wheel drive car on the podium. So there's only two rear-wheel drive. Uh, Two real drive cars. And yes. Uh, quick maths is not uh, eight <laughs> possibilities. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I think should be about there or thereabouts doable. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, Lloyd Podium is my third one. We said PMR could be okay. I think third race. I'm not thinking he's going to slam it on pole and keep yeah. it there. But yeah, third race, Lloyd Podium. Yeah, my my final prediction is to do with PMR is that to between the two of them they will have a top ten finish in each race I can't wait for Plato to wipe Lloyd out on the first lap <laughs> yeah, and prove yeah, you wrong but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have been glued together all season haven't yeah, they yeah they have um, <laughs> again don't rule out Lloyd banging it on pole by the way no he's been fast in quality and yeah. he's got no weight on so we'll see um, right Harvey uh, no ahead of myself Jack Sears Jack Sears as we said earlier neither of us have gone for Robo uh, which could be suicide it could be a Genius stroke. Uh, personally, I've gone for Osborne because I know how well this focus goes here. I've gone for Borden because I know how well the Infinity goes here, but I c- 
kind of wanted to cross it out and put robot. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, is that just because you learnt mine after uh, you'd made your prediction? No, look, I think robot has got a bad weekend at some point, and I think this is one of the few tracks where the Infinity is probably so much stronger than the Honda. So, yeah. Uh, right, Harveyisms. Um, my first one. Something about Shedden owning the circuit. It'll, he should know this. Like the back of his hand, as he owns it, you yeah. can you can yeah. just see it. So yeah. Um, mine will. He will get overexcited at one or several of the cars going on two two wheels through the uh, black circles chicane at the top of that hill. Yeah, the term wow. Will come yeah, out. yeah. A lot, along with the bollards that will probably get ripped out on the first lap. I don't think they can get rid of that now, because I think they're just flexi bollards. Yeah, they'll find a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> uh, right, uh, of course, Moffat will be looking for a good result, because the laser tool livery looks a bit like the Scottish flag. That's so tenuous. That's going to be so tenuous. Do you so think it's tenuous? Ten- yeah. I, think it, I think it's a knockout. Oh, dear. So, yeah, the laser tool's livery looking a bit like the Scottish flag <laughs> and the Scottish colours, something along those lines. Um, knowing how big an accident that Cook had here last season, I've already mentioned before, I think Harvey may well reference this in some form of commentary, whether it be Cook at the front or Cook floundering down in the low teens. And finally, I've got a comment about it wouldn't be Scotland about the rain, something along those lines. There'll be a cloud in the sky and then, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and similar to your sort of like first one, there'll, there'll be some sort of mention of Butcher's relation to Shedden. Um, and and the family, the family joint ownership possibly, and yeah, it's bound to come up. Yeah, they're, they're overtaken. That's your brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, 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 you're probably fine. I might just green that one now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that sort of like brings us to the end of our predictions for this weekend. It should be an entertaining weekends of racing, um, as we said. Three races, one at 11.45, second one at 14.40, and the final one at 17.25. That's 5.25 in the afternoon. Um, Looking forward to it. Thanks. That's okay. Uh, (laughs) We'll be relaxing on the sofa and, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Any final thoughts? Bring the rain, maybe? No, but I'll get some iron brew in for us. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I can do some iron brew. I'll do iron brew, yeah. We we hope that you enjoy the weekend racing and we will be back on Monday with a review podcast taking you through all of the events across the weekend. And oh, actually, as as we're not at the circuit for a change, there will be of course race reports this weekend. Yes. So get back in the groove of writing those. Bear with us because it's been a long, long time since we wrote a race report. So how do you but, write those again? <laughs> uh, word is essential. Yes. Um, okay. But yes, yeah, so yeah, do keep a, a, an eye on the website for those, um, as we will be putting those up after the races. Yeah. Um, everyone, stay safe this weekend. There should be a full crowd at Knock Hill. Um, and yeah, good luck to all the drivers. We'll speak to you on Monday. Bye-bye. Remember to subscribe, follow and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 